today on The God Pod. James Cameron, this guy, he really thinks he thinks he's better than God. Like, yeah. Well, could you direct Titanic or, or Avatar? Like, did you see the creatures in Avatar 2? I made the world in seven days on like no budget. It's almost like we're the angel and demon on your shoulders. Yeah. And who do you listen to more? I don't know if I want to admit this. Oh, I'm really? a god pod. Satan. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's time to party. Hell yeah. Take a lot of inspiration from you, Satan. Everybody is dying to find another party to go to. Anywhere else without your boy, Elon. Exactly. I mean, Twitter is just not what it used to be. And Tucker doesn't know that. I don't think he does, at least. Welcome, mortals and celestial beings alike, to the God Pod, the one place where divine wisdom, heavenly insights, and a touch of humor come together. I'm God, the almighty podcaster and I'm ready to bless your ears with comic conversations and divine discourse. Did I say comic? <laughs> I meant cosmic. We've got a fun show for you today. We've got a top 10 list. We've got a guest. World news, heaven news, ask Satan, and what would Satan do? But before we get to that, just want to remind you to go ahead and join our Patreon if you want to support this show. It'll really help us out. You can do that at patreon.com slash godpot. And uh, you can also join our Discord server. That's free. You can also listen to the show for free, but you might get some ads. All right. Let's meet my co-host and my guest for today. Hey, it's Satan. What's up, Satan? Uh, yes, up, player. Oh, God. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, all right. Hey, what's up, player. What's up, player? Hey. That sounds like a Satan thing today to say. And also with us is our esteemed guest, Nandini Jammy from CheckMyAds.org. Hi. Woo. Hi. How you doing? Welcome to the God Pod. You're hanging out with God and Satan. Glad to finally catch you. I have been calling you quite a lot. You haven't been responding, so. Me or God? Which one of us? <laughs> God. Yeah, and that's yeah. what they always say. Maybe and that's what they always. Maybe say. that's your mistake. Maybe maybe Satan will answer your prayers at a faster clip. Although we'll, we'll get into it, I think things have been going pretty well on your front. Like you're you're fighting misinformation and Fox News and stuff, and they they've been having kind of a rough time lately. Uh, yeah, things. I would say things have been going pretty well. You did answer my prayers. Maybe not my phone calls, but. Yeah. Uh, it took you a while. It took you. Oh yeah. Oh five yeah. years. But <laughs> here we are. Time. What is time to a to a G like me? Right. <laughs> it's uh. You know, I take my sweet ass time. That's for sure. That's why they say you know it happens on God's time because I'm that slow. <laughs> sure did. Well, we'll get into that first. Let's read a review. Oh, this review is called. The Good Pod, and it's written by Creative Genius. <laughs> this and Mega Podcast are in constant rotation. Cool. Four stars. Four stars. Four stars, I think, is, you know, thank you, Creative Genius. Um, that's a 
four stars is like kind of hurtful. No, that sounds good to me. We need oh, okay. a couple. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> it's better hey, than four stars is better than three or two or one, man. Last oh, time okay. I checked. Yeah. It's just like a little shade. It's a little like, you know. Well, obviously, Mega Podcast is a little better. He probably wrote five stars for Mega. How does that feel, God? <laughs> feels terrible. Feels feels awful. But you know, maybe they maybe they got a point. Maybe they're just a tough crowd. But thank you for that review. Uh, you want to hear our top 10 list for today? Let's hear it. Yeah. Here's the top 10 celebrities who think they're more important than me, the Lord thy God. Number one, The Rock, a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson. He thinks yeah. he's more important. He thinks he's, like, stronger than me, too. And he's right. His muscles may be impressive, but I created muscles. That man could do things to me all day, all night. All right, let's move on. Yeah, I mean, you're looking pretty swole too, Satan, so... Thanks. I've been listening to The Rock's podcast. <laughs> I feel like you could be, you know, a good workout buddy. Spot. Uh, no, man. Spot. Ain't, ain't happening. I already got some buddies down in hell. It ain't the happening. Rock. I know you're trying to get in on my workout routine, but I wake up too early for you, and you're you too do. lazy. You do. All right, number two on the list, Logan Paul. Okay, this guy thinks he's he's bigger than God. And you know what? Fuck you, Logan Paul. Okay. Just going to cool. throw that out there. Number three, Kanye West. He actually said that he, you know, he thinks he's divine, right? He, he thinks he's Jesus, but yeah, he's got nothing. Haven't heard from him, him in a minute, which has been nice. Four, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> trying to sell candles that smell like herself. Sorry, Gwyneth, but I'm the one with the heavenly scent. <laughs> Number five, Tom Cruise. This yeah, guy, he, he thinks he's the god of Scientology. And he, I mean, he kind of is. Uh, they don't have gods. They have other things, dude. Catch up. Oh, yeah. They don't. Right. They don't do that, dude. They believe in Zeno. Zeno's not a god for them. Is Zeno their lord and savior? Or he's I don't know enough about it. Me either. I think he's the villain in that story. Uh, Elon Musk. <sighs> think well, that guy just... is bigger than you, man. He's a billionaire. Yeah. He has so much money. And Tesla tunnels are the thing of the future. So get ready, man. Uh, Wow. I didn't know you were such uh, a musk. I'm a bro. musker. I, I smell musk. I'm not surprised, Satan, that you would be, you know, leaping, leaping to his defense. That dude is good at business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't know about that. I think Twitter is, is well, at least Twitter is just doing pretty bad. Pretty bad. He pretty is bad. a godsend to men like me. I love Elon Musk. <laughs> no, he's not. Shut up, Satan. <laughs> okay. Uh, seven on the list. I put Oprah, Oprah Winfrey because I'm jealous of her numbers. Yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. No doubt she's influential, but... You know, you can't give away salvation like I can. Number eight, Jeff Bezos, another billionaire. I'm really jealous of these billionaires. Uh, despite his vast wealth, he can't buy his way into being more important than me. I think he can, but that's for another day. Let's keep going. Okay, fine. Number nine, James Cameron. This guy, he really thinks he's like, he thinks he's better than me. Better than God. Like, yeah. Well, could you direct Titanic or or Avatar or Avatar 2? 
Just be honest with yourself. Could you do that? <laughs> I mean, I could. Uh, like, did you see the creatures? I made the world. Two? I made the world in seven days on like no budget. And the creatures in the world are amazing. But have you seen the creatures in Avatar and Avatar 2? Because they're I like, did not see Avatar 2. Did you? You're missing out. It was like a Nova documentary. It was amazing. I heard it was crap. No. I mean, the story is the so silly and cheesy. But gosh, the whales, man. In underwater, insane. Last of the Fern Gullies meets Titanic. Okay. It was amazing. And number 10 on this list, the one, the most egotistical of all, Dr. Phil. That's right. He may offer advice, but I'm the one with infinite wisdom and guidance. Damn it. There's your top 10 lists for the week. I hope you liked that. <laughs> I mean, you know, some of those people deserve to be there. Others, maybe, you know, I could have found some better options, but whatever. You're not more important than me, okay? You're not. I'm the most important god in the universe. All right, let's talk to our guest. Welcome Ooh. to the God Pod. Hey, Nandini Jammy. That's me. How did I do? Did I say that well? That was very good. Oh, good. I try so hard. How are you doing? How goes the mission at Check My Ads? Things have been good. Yeah? Things have been very good. Yeah. For listeners who don't know, we previously had your colleague on the show in the past, Claire Atkins, right? That's right. I was so jealous to talk to God. But well, in I don't were you there for that episode, Satan? I think I was. Yeah, I think you were. But we didn't have video back then like we do now. So Aha. Uh -huh. You're getting yeah, you're getting the real Right now, treatment. if you're listening to this in podcast land listener, cool. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, if you're watching it on YouTube when this comes out there, like, she's sitting right between a God and Satan sandwich right now. <laughs> and it's, it's no pressure or anything. Pretty but cool. it's almost like we're the angel and demon on your shoulders. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> and who do you listen to more? <sighs> Big question. Down to the wire. I don't know if I want to admit this. Oh, I'm a really? God pod. <laughs> but uh, I have to say, Satan. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's time to party. Hell yeah. Take a lot of inspiration from you, Satan. Yeah, thanks. I also take a lot of inspiration from you. you know, <sighs> Satan's always watching. Don't think I'm not watching. Yeah. Sorry, okay, God. well, you know. Still love you, God. Typical. I'm just, yeah. I mean, you know, he's fun, right? He's that little voice in your head that tells you to party all night. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But um, sleep in all morning. But I, I have to say, I am um, grateful that you have still answered my prayers, God. I have. What what prayers have I answered? Well, I was sitting around for five years, being super bummed out that the Tucker Carlson boycotts ad ad boycotts that we ran in 2018 and 2019 didn't work. Mm. I was like. What more can I do? We have lost this man. Every, every advertiser, every major advertiser that we can think of. And it didn't seem to matter. He is down to dog toenail clippers and my pillow. Wow. What do I have to do? And just kind of like was like bummed out that it didn't work because we did a lot of work on this boycott. We were very successful. And it did. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, to be fair, it did work. Like 
lost a lot of advertisers. Turns out it worked the whole time. Wow, really? He was struggling the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, now, now looking back at it, the past few weeks have been revelatory because in... Back in 2018, 2019, Fox News went out of its way um, to, you know, to talk to the New York Times and the Washington Post. All the organizations, all the media outlets that were covering the story were saying that Fox has not lost any revenue. In fact, they wow. are they are um, breaking ad revenue records is what really? they said. And, that, and I'm reading these articles while we're running this boycott. And I'm like, how is that possible? How is that possible? Losing. And they were lies from the pit of hell? I didn't consider that. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know what I know now, you know. I was I was a lot more naive back then. Now you've watched Succession. I so didn't know, you know how, how advertising really works. works back then. All I mm-hmm. knew was that they were losing advertisers. And here they are talking about, oh, yeah, we've just been moving ads around. Like, we, t- all the people who don't want their ads on Tucker, we're just moving it to the daytime programming now. And... I'm like that, like, okay, I guess, I guess that's how you keep making money. I guess they found like a little workaround and they're, they're doing okay. But turns out that was just a PR play, like a years long PR play. That show, that was their number one. So they weren't making as much money as they should. They were making some, right? No, No, I think what happened is, so advertisers commit to a certain amount of money during around this time of the year, they have this thing called like the upfronts and advertisers like commit X amount of money into each channel that they want to be on, like each TV channel. And so probably in 2018, those numbers were still, you know, doing okay in 2019, maybe, but so that protects them. They're protected. They're sort of buffered for the year. But what happens next year, like 2020, when Tucker Carlson, their their biggest, uh, their number one primetime cable mm-hmm. show, got the most got the most viewers. Is a show that nobody wants to advertise on. Well, they're gonna they're not gonna bring in as much money in the upfront as they would because advertisers are not gonna pay for primetime rates that they know they're gonna have to flee halfway through the year because of another ad boycott. So I think they were doing okay in 2018, 2019. They made it work, but 2020. And the years up to now, they have been hurting. Wow. Congrats. That's huge. That was you. Thank you. That's so satanic of you. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it feels so good because vindicated. I mean, you must feel so vindicated. Vindicated is right. I just like I just woke up feeling like a million dollars. Well, no, here's the thing though. That when it happened, I was like, am I allowed to take credit for this? Are we allowed to take credit for this? Because we don't know exactly what it is that got Tucker fired, right? Like, well, speculation. I, yeah. But I think I think it was yeah. I think it was a combination of factors, right? Exactly. But so I think the so the news dropped on a Monday. I think it was like Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. I think it was Thursday morning that I woke up, look at my phone, I see a, a Google alert for Sleeping Giants for the first time in a long time. And it is an article about Megyn Kelly calling the Sleeping Giants uh, boycotts effective. Wow. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that, she was right? on her show. She was on her show saying. Uh, that was, wait, was that, that was your thing? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm wearing my Sleeping I don't know if you can see this, but I'm wearing my Sleeping Giants shirt today. 
oh, nice. to celebrate. Uh, yeah, so this was pre-check my ads. This, this this work all happened before check my ads ever started. Um, wow, it was still at, like I have to just say that Sleeping Giants was a volunteer effort. It was like a side hustle. <laughs> it was a side gig. Um, there was it, it was it was purely a community effort. So I just want to sh- shout out real mm. quick, like when I say we did it, I mean like we tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of of uh, folks in our community who spoke up and said, we don't think you should be advertising on a white supremacist TV show, no matter how popular it might be. Wow. So that's kind of you guys let people know which advertisers to focus on. And then the group populace reached out in troves to kind of scare the advertisers away if they were scared then that's you know that's their problem it's just a, it's just a, it's just yeah like saying hey do you really want to be advertising on someone that's saying all this evil shit yeah i mean there are ads there were ads for brands like t-mobile squarespace babel y'all do you know the the language learning app babel mm-hmm. literally the opposite of what they want to to stand for. I mean, right. also like not a very smart marketing decision to be putting your ads on the most xenophobic. And to be clear, yeah, like Tucker was never like subtle with any of yeah. his like it's ex- it was extremely overt white supremacy the entire time. Absolutely. So, so Megan was on her show uh I guess last week 2 weeks ago uh saying the, the Sleeping Giants and Media Matters boycotts really hurt Tucker and that she thinks that he was making less money than her show, that her show made when she was at Fox, and that uh, the advertisers bent the knee to our boycotts wow. in a way that was really unfair and gross. And, you know, that's your opinion. That's what you love hearing. That's when it worked. Really That's well. your opinion. When they're trying to vilify you for doing good work. Unfair and gross, which is the actual slogan of Fox News <laughs> instead of fair and balanced. Yeah, she would know. <laughs> well, well done. Can we just say yes? Round of applause. Thank you very much. Woo! Amazing. Uh, vindication. And it just goes to show you, folks, that sometimes you think you're not getting anywhere and you're not making a difference. And in reality, you are. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. that the people that you're working against are just horrendous liars <laughs> who would never let you see them suffer. What, what's that expression? Never let them see you cry. I don't know. So close to finishing a, a strong statement, God. <laughs> okay. Well, people showed up in troves, right, Satan? <laughs> God, can I just say that with this Tucker Carlson win, we... Uh, we Sleeping Giants, the movement that uh, started in 2016 originally with making the goal of making Breitbart unprofitable, has a 100% success rate. Wow. Um, they yeah. should call them Awake Giants. Woke, Awoken. Oh, Awoken. Woke, woke, woke giants. giants is right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Where are you aiming for next, do you think? Ooh, um, well, we are... The God Pod. <laughs> Taking down God. Yeah, we're looking at Fox. Uh, we're still, we're, we still have a close eye on Fox. Um, I'm very interested, actually, in what Tucker is doing next because 
he's he's gonna go he's going digital now so he's taking his show to twitter he's taking his show to twitter which is um just like us is that true is that where yeah you haven't heard about this satan no i've i've been partying it's just sad (laughs) like oh he's like it's like bill o'reilly really it's like oh i lost my show on fox news now i'm gonna start a podcast and is there anything sadder than that we did that too hey you took down bill o'reilly too yeah Oh, wow. Bill O'Reilly, I think, is the reason that Fox was was like, we're not doing this again. We're not going to let a bunch of activists dictate our, 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 who our hosts are. Um, we, by the way, Bill O'Reilly, that happened. Um, I just went back recently to look at timelines and stuff because, you know, it doesn't, it's just been a while. Um, Bill O'Reilly lost his job, was canceled to, two and a half weeks after the New York Times first reported sexual harassment allegations. That's how little time it took us. Well, yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> he also had a, like, a, he, that was a, a court case that's very bad, but. I mean, I think they would have kept him on. They would have kept mm-hmm. him on, but. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. But we went, we went for the advertisers, and within, I think, like a week, he went on spring break. And then he never came back. He just never came back. Yeah. Yeah. What's vacation mean? So Fox, I think, like, I do believe, I strongly believe that Fox kept Tucker on, like, purely out of spite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, there was definitely a a huge spite factor. And everything about him was very spiteful. So (laughs) so now he's going to go to Twitter, Satan, uh, to hang out with your boy, Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk also reached out to Don Lemon to try to get him to come to Twitter. Dang, just that, and that would be a show. Tucker you know, and Dom kind of talking. Mm-hmm. I don't. Think, I'm in. Yeah. No. Uh, Crossfire reborn on Twitter, but yeah, Twitter is a horrible place. We still don't really know why Don Lemon got fired. Was it just because he just had bad viewership? Well, did you not remember that he's he made some disparaging comments about women? No, I. Would you believe that I don't watch the news? <laughs> <laughs> I would believe it. And you know what? Good for you, Satan. Good for you. I'm again. on that NPR grind, baby. That's the news I take. It's probably, in. yeah. Again, it was a, a combination of factors, probably. But yeah. I think also CNN is taking like a, a right word lean now because there's like one of the owners is a Trump supporter. Is that right? Yeah. It looks like they're, they're, uh, there, there's a little shift happening at CNN, and it is quite concerning. Uh, yeah, they had they had Trump on, was it yesterday or a couple of days ago? Yeah, let's and... talk about some of this news going on. Whew. It's time. It's time. Well, please continue to provide your perspective. I mean, on all of this, they they had Trump on CNN. It was bad. Like he was steamrolled. Or he steamrolled Caitlin. He's just a blizzard of lies. You need, like, really, if you're going to have anyone there to fact check him, you need, like, at least 10 people. And several of them better be physically intimidating, maybe holding a baseball bat. Because he's kind of a mafia guy. That's what he understands. And he's just lies, 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 lies. He spread his election lies. He attacked Eugene Carroll, who he had just lost a civil case to. And then she's thinking about he. And then he slandered her and attacked her. She's thinking about suing him again, just for what he said. Yeah, she should. In that town oh, hall. That's great. And um, 
AOC said that CNN should be ashamed of themselves for that town hall because basically it was he was just it was just a forum for him to repeat the same lies we've all heard a thousand times. And then the the place was filled with his supporters. So every time he said a lie, they would just cheer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's really wow. it's really difficult to see something like that happening because we work so hard here to establish this baseline that that's not okay and that is something that advertisers should not support. Um, Maybe it's time to check my ads for CNN. You know, the thing that really sucks about that is that we have so many more pressing concerns. Like right. we're still working on, uh, for example, we're still working on Bannon. We uh, we got him. We've lost him. Dozens of advertisers who did not know they were on his show to begin with. Who is that? Who? who? Bannon? Steve Bannon? Steve Bannon. Oh, I forgot. Right. Do you watch the news? <laughs> you don't. Idiot. I I forgot. So he has a show on what? He has a show on he has a show called War Room. It's where he he does his thing. It's like a it's like a two hour long show. And it's on a channel called Real America's Voice, which you can access on a Roku TV, on a Samsung. TV. Uh, don't tell don't tell people how to access. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I want people to know because I would love for people to watch it like I do and report on what ads they're seeing because I watched mm. it for a couple of weeks in uh like August September last year and instantly lost that show dozens of advertisers wow. just by tweeting it out to the advertisers the advertisers included Etsy Audi wow. Volvo Iams, pet food, uh, Planet Fitness, Hilton. I mean, brands that would never want to be touching him with the They did form. not know they were on there. And some of them told me that. And that's how I know that this was uh, that, that Bannon once again, you know, he, he used to run Breitbart and advertisers didn't know they were on Breitbart. All, all he had to do was go to a new show and start monetizing again under a new company name and was wow. able to basically do the same thing all over again. And that is a uh, the biggest problem in the advertising industry today, that advertisers do not know where their ads are ending up. Etsy, as for just as an example, they were one of the first brands to block Breitbart and confirm that with us at Sleeping Giants. They, do you think they wanted their ads on War Room six years later? No. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, do you think that advertisers have a problem with a woke god? Uh, I I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> because I my biggest fear is like, these, these cretins are going to use your tactics against me next. No, they, they can't. They cannot because advertisers well, have- they can try. They, they can they can certainly try, but what it comes down to for advertisers is their own values. And that's what we tell advertisers. That's what we advise advertisers to do when we speak to them. We, we're not asking them to adopt our personal values. That's not what this is about. This is not about me or you. It's about them and their brand and what they want to build and how they want to show up in the world. And they the want to be inclusive. 
Exactly. They've already made their decision to be inclusive. They have it on, they have their, thankfully, exactly. They've made their statements. They have, they have, uh, you know, diversity and inclusion initiatives. They have, um, they have this already written down in their value statements. It is, it permeates their culture. And the one thing that they, uh, that they don't like have control of is, is advertising. And so we are, we we encourage them to a just get insight into where their ads are going, which is easier said than done because the the vendors that advertisers use to uh, to show up on your podcast, on on TV, on the web are uh, they're they they're programmatic. It all happens without any very with very little human oversight or uh, intervention, and so. That's how an Etsy ad ends up on um in a place like War Room. We and here's the crazy part. We don't exactly know how Etsy ended up on War Room. I'm not sure if Etsy knows how Etsy ended up on War Room. So the 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 system just a lack of checking they use is so complicated. People need to check their ads. They need to check their ads. (laughs) (laughs) Check my ads. Dot org. Yeah, well, you're doing good work and you should feel very vindicated and proud. And we're pr- I'm proud of you. I don't know about Satan over there. I'm so proud of you. Are you kidding me? This is the most punk rock satanic thing in the world. Hell yeah. No, I love it. I'm not lying. Why would I lie about this? He lies all the time. <laughs> no, I only tell the truth. That's my thing. People don't realize. I just tell. No, hard no, 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 no. He's lying. No, it's uh, the only thing I lie about is contracts when you sign a contract <laughs> with me. And honestly, I'm very honest. I lay it out. I go, look, here's the truth. You're going to have my soul, but you'll have everything you ever wanted. What people don't realize, if you have everything you ever wanted, you're going to be miserable. See, <laughs> works out like that. You don't want everything you want. You just want to hit that Goldie, Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Just having just enough. Lukewarm amount of stuff. Yeah. That's all I'm hoping for. Uh, well, yeah. Did you have anything to do with this? Because George Santos was arrested last week. Did you oh, also no. do that? No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I try not to follow George Santos. It's too confusing and upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought it was worth mentioning that that guy actually got arrested on like, what, 14 counts, 13 counts, a lot of counts. I think somebody just paid paid his five hundred thousand dollar bail, so that's who we got to find out. Yeah, who's that? I bet it's Clarence Thomas. No. <laughs> uh, speaking of Clarence Thomas uh, and the Supreme Court, we've been talking about this a lot lately. Like on a recent show, it was rep- we talked about how the Supreme Court doesn't want there to be any ethics investigations. Like all the Supreme Court justices agree. And we're like, wow, well, the takeaway from that is that they're clearly all on the take. They're all corrupt. And as you might imagine, there's levels of corruption. (laughs) There's Clarence Thomas, who is getting all kinds of vacations and a son who's being put through private school. And then there's Justice Elena Kagan, who's worried about the ethics of accepting bagels from friends. Well, Clarence Thomas is enjoying expensive vacations paid for a, by a GOP mega donor. Yeah. So that's, 
that's the thing. Of course, if you're the Republicans, they're going to be like, look, these things are the same. Bagels, mm. vacations, taking <laughs> gifts, taking bribes. What kind of bagel? Cream cheese and lox, huh? Yeah, capers. Do you know the, the price of a caper? With a little dill. Ooh, that's a $16, $17 bagel right there. <laughs> I mean, and that, yeah, you add that up over the span of a year, compound interest. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something else going on in the news. And then at the same time that Trump is getting all these like criminal trials and, and, and that are coming to fruition, Republicans finally admitted they have no incriminating evidence on Joe Biden. Wow. That was this week. 65-page report, a press conference, and nothing to show for it. Hell yeah. I mean, no one's talking about you it. You did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. I just, I thought, what what happened to Let's Go Brandon? Let's go, you know, why? No, it's, it doesn't, they don't, of course, of course, Nandini, they never need any facts, right? They don't need facts to, like, hate someone or make level accusations. Not necessary. All they need is a lot of websites saying the same thing so they can turn it into a vibe. A yeah. Mm. You should so start a new website. Another called, website. Called checkmyfacts.org. Oh, uh -huh. we're just getting started. <laughs> okay, what is on the horizon? I need to know. <laughs> what can I tell you? What can I tell you? We're, uh, we're going to... I mean, there's, there's... You know this. There's just so much going on in the world. The key is to stay focused. Too much. The key is to stay focused. That's what we've always done. We have a handful of targets, and uh, and we choose we choose our actions carefully. So, what I want to do, what I'm what I'm doing right now is we're watching Tucker, because what Tucker does next is sort of a blueprint for um, for others. Tucker right now is I. I have to be honest. I think Tucker, this guy was employed for 15 years by Fox Corp. He had everybody doing, he had people doing negotiations for him. He's not a digital media expert. He doesn't know the landscape. Yeah. I think he might have landed on Twitter because he panicked, needed somewhere to go. And mm -hmm. his show, right. a lot of, a lot of eyes, eyeballs on him right now. So he needs a place to go start his show. Okay, fine. Why? Don't... When you have millions and millions of dollars, what the fuck? Why not just go fuck off it and ain't enjoy about your, the it money? Makes, it's about it makes the power. enjoy your life. No, let me reiterate how little sense Twitter makes. You can't watch a show on Twitter because if you exit the app, you you can't you literally cannot watch it anymore. Yeah, like if you, you they're like, oh, you can watch it and tweet about it while you're watching it, and you can't do that. I think I think I mean like like Tucker is not a very online guy. I think you know. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a dad, you know, he. Yeah, he's, he's hitched his wagon to a rocket that might blow up. He probably thinks Twitter is what it was 12 months ago, which was still re relevant. And that's not the case anymore. Twitter's changed a lot. It's not? Where, where are all the cool people going? Are they not on blue Twitter sky. anymore? Blue Sky. Uh, yeah, there's a new app. It's called the Blue Sky. And I saw I got a follow from you and I followed you back. Yeah. Bestie. Yeah. I, I think it's it's kind of fun. I uh I'm I kind of a big wheel over there now. I'm at a eleven hundred followers, Woo! which which for an app that only has like sixty thousand people, ha, I'm big time. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Jake Tapper's got 5,000 and he followed me. And I, it's just funny to me that people that never followed me on Twitter that are following me now, because maybe they just never saw I existed or yeah. maybe they think I'm some other God that they like better. But yeah, I was like, wow, I, I got a follow from, from the C that CNN guy. And you know who joined yesterday? Who? Stephen King. <gasps> Congrats. That's yeah. huge for you. That well, he didn't follow me. But <laughs> yet. Well, he just joined yet. the app. That's huge for you that Stephen King has joined the app. Well, he Congrats, joined the app. I think man. it's you it's just interesting part of this conversation because Elon Musk has had so many like begging Stephen King to so many interactions with Stephen King on Twitter in full view, showing his ass about how he you know values him on the platform and wants him to be there and da, 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 da. And it's just funny that like everybody is just dying to find another party to go to mm -hmm. anywhere else without your boy elon exactly i mean twitter is just not what it used to be and tucker doesn't know that i don't think he does at least and th that brings me to the next point what is he going to do next well he launched his little video he, he launched with a video that told people to go to TuckerCarlson.com. If you go to TuckerCarlson.com, he wants your email address and your phone number. So what he's doing is list building phone. right now. He's building wow. his own mm. audience. He doesn't own his audience because he's been at right. Fox. Fox owns his audience. He's like, I got to start a Discord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Tucker is figuring this out from scratch right now. And I'm, you know. That is just the first step, God, because the second step after you build your audience and you start building content for them, you monetize. And so oh. this this fight is going directly to if I, you know, if if I have learned anything over the past uh, seven years is that he is going to start applying to work with digital advertising partners. And it makes me sad because I'm sure that it's going to be huge. It'll be like well, the next Joe Rogan, huge podcast, huge, no? I, I don't think so. Maybe not, because because like with Bill O'Reilly, after that, he started a podcast, and you would think with that name recognition, and as, as he was, he was their flagship anchor, like, for a decade. Yeah. You know? And then he went on his own, and no one gave a shit. Why? Because they're not there, they're watching Fox News. They're not there for whoever, they, they're there for the evil. But they don't care who's delivering it. They just want to be on that channel. That's right. It's a latent audience that that consumes Fox News because they are. It, it's on at the doctor's office. That's why, or it's right. on the military at the military base where they work. Although a lot of places, though, they've switched now to Newsmax. <laughs> yeah, right. they've switched to Newsmax. Which, uh, good luck with that. Good luck. <laughs> Let me tell you, Satan, because you're here and you probably know all about this. They have made a deal. Thank with the you. They made a deal. Oh, I wasn't checking. It was kind of like when the ads of Etsy show up. I just did not look at this deal. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. Fox News has been what they've been in business for like 20 odd years, some odd years. Mm -hmm. They have increasingly radicalized their audience. What they've done is they have managed to especially with Tucker at the helm, they've managed to um, to create record levels of engagement, which they have then used to up their cable box fees. We'll be right back after these messages. How do you measure engagement for a cable news channel? Oh, there's, 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 
there's ways like there there's like the Nielsen stuff and I'm not the expert on this to be honest, but there there is something that I read about um called minute by minutes, which is uh, a bit more expensive to, like that that data is a bit more expensive to acquire, but it tells you what like literally like what audiences are engaged with minute by minute. So right. Oh, example, wow. Yeah. He would uh, pour yeah. over his minute by minutes data to see where is he losing his audience. And he realized that the thing that keeps him the most engaged is the white supremacist stuff. The Hatred and fear. Stuff. So he leaned into that. That's very interesting. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I, I think I've seen what you've, what you're describing before this like minute by minute, you know, they might have a focus group and they're clicking buttons to say, you know, if they're interested or losing interest and like, yeah. That that explains why there's so much uh, hatred and fear and fear baiting. It's because it's all, at the end of the day, it's capitalism, baby. That's all they care about. And so they don't care what they have to say, especially when they're hurting so much for ad dollars, right? So exactly. Right. That's the thing. They got the engagement. But what happened when they got the engagement? At what cost? It was the advertisers. Mm. So, mm. so what Fox News did over the past few years this is sort of like um, let's let's zoom out a little bit. They took that that high engagement Tucker content and brought it into their daytime programming by instructing, literally instructing daytime program the their daytime hosts to talk about what Tucker talked about the night before. Wow, why can't you be more hey. like Tucker? You know, they have a special guest on, hey, what do you think about what Tucker said last night? And and so that way they were, they sort of allowed Tucker Tucker to permeate their entire network, the content and the direct wow. with their entire network. And so they put themselves in a place where they, they essentially radicalized their audience. Now, and I call it, cre what is it? It's creative fiction, right? So they, right. with the, the election disinformation uh, narratives that they, they, uh, you know, they engaged in over the course of years. What what they did is they essentially created a soap opera for their viewers. Yeah, their their viewers are living in a parallel reality. Yeah, where literally anyone that they don't like is a baby eating groomer. Blah 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 blah. Most evil things that you can possibly come up with. Which couldn't be further from the truth, and but that's their entire game now. Yes, and guess what happened? What? Once they they went too deep into that rabbit hole, they realized, oh boy, we could get sued for what we're saying. But yeah, and they did. But the memos that they that that uh, that we know about now from the Dominion lawsuit show that mm. they were they were like, well, we can't stop now because our audience right. is going to go to Newsmax and OANN. So but we're going to lose their audience to other more racist places. Yeah, there's no, there's nowhere to go from here. They spiraled downwards. It's a death spiral all by of cable news in general. I feel like it's one thing that gets lost in all of this is that the numbers for cable news are so much lower than you might imagine. So hmm. much lower. Like there are Twitch streamers that are getting more viewers than all three networks <laughs> like yeah. it's insane it's insane the the importance that is placed upon them in american society versus the actual viewership 
you know, and it is, it is, however, I would say it is on in the airport and the doctor's office and the gym and et cetera. So it does permeate, but yeah, it's, I, I think all of this CNN becoming more conservative. Why? Because they're trying to capture the disaffected Fox viewers right now because their actual viewership is like what? 500,000 a day at best. Yeah, something you know, like that. And uh over twenty four hour period, that's bad. Mm. And guess what? They rely on advertising too. Yeah. And Newsmax is a special and kind of stupid. Special kind of insane. And the <laughs> but also a part of this, the only people that watch cable news anymore are like sixty five plus, you know, like really older people. Yeah. And they of course skew more conservative. And that's, you know, like take, take Satan, for example, he's not watching the news. Not once, not ever. That ain't me. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing though, that I want to caution you about. He's too young. Tucker didn't, Tucker didn't get as many views on cable as he did from the clips that they took from the show and posted on YouTube. Wow. Oh yeah. He's, he's so exactly. He, he, why would go to Twitter? He can just go to YouTube. I don't know why he didn't go to YouTube. YouTube probably wouldn't do a deal with him. Yeah, they would know? have. They, we would have given them trouble for that. And and he has Rumble. He he. Uh, Rumble is like the YouTube free, like the free speech alternative to YouTube, and it is bankrolled by Peter Thiel. If you have ever wondered how they went and offered right. Joe Rogan a hundred million dollars to come to their platform, it's because of Peter Thiel and Peter Thiel. Yes. Yeah. So um, he could have gone there, and he still might. He still might, but. The point is that the network itself, Fox News itself, has doesn't have an easy way out of this world of shit that they've brought on themselves, and and that Newsmax, they, they, it's it's like, it's kind of out in the open that they don't see themselves as competitors to CNN and MSNBC. Mm. They see their competitors as Newsmax and OANN. We're going to be using that detail that we learned. From the Dominion filings, because all this time Fox News has carefully invested in a position within the advertising and media industry that they are conservative news. They show up in the same places as MSNBC and CNN. We are just news. We are just um, we, oh, yeah, like, we're conservative biased. That mm -hmm. is no longer. Uh, that is no longer the case, right? Like we know for a fact that Fox News sees itself as a uh, as a higher brow version of Newsmax and OANN, and that's a, that's a key detail because Newsmax and OANN are universally toxic, universally brand unsafe. They are also networks that in the past we have gotten kicked off of ad exchanges, and we're, we'll continue to watch those networks as they try to uh, capitalize on. Uh, on this new void that that exists because of Tucker being gone. Good, good, good. Well, this has been fascinating. We do have. I did promise the humans at the beginning of the show some heaven news. Ask Satan, what would Satan do? <laughs> and we've just been so wrapped up in this amazing discussion. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it today. It's fascinating talking to you, who's on the ground in all of this. What what is do you ever fear like blowback from his audience? Like, do they know like that you're, you know, let's say they like his audience, they're insane people, you know, and they're going to find out, well, 
she was responsible for a lot of this. You know, do they ever come back on, does that ever come back on you? Oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, they get mad and I consider it a success metric because when they're mad, it's because we did our job. So, yeah. yeah. What do they say? Huh? What do they say to you? Oh, just I'm, lovely. I'm assuming this is on Twitter. Lovely, lovely things that will probably. Oh, things that you can't repeat. That I yeah. can't repeat here. But Hate speech. Yeah, yeah, they 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 have a lot to say, and um, I was surprised to see a segment. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago on Newsmax, their seven p.m. slot. Uh, they did a they did a whole segment on the censors, the Marxist censors, and allegedly I'm one of them. Um, I I learned a lot about myself on that segment. I learned that I am that I moved from India all the way from India to America to be a Marxist censor and that I hate America. Wow. <laughs> and uh, You could have just I, done that. Uh, I was four. Anywhere. I was four when I moved to the... To <laughs> you were four and you were like, I'm going to move to America and become a Marxist. They have their eye on us. And I think I'm quite sure that they they follow what we do and what we tweet very, very closely. Because yeah, these, these people are scary. They're scary, but they're also scared, and they're specifically scared of us. I mean, they're scared because all the news they watch has been explicitly trying to scare them for decades now and getting worse and worse. Do you think that there's hope that these that like these networks will stop being this insane uh, like or tone down the rhetoric Absolutely. for fear of being sued? Absolutely. We need to... I think what we what we need is a voice of of conscience in the advertising world. The advertising world could overnight put an end to this entire mess. You need a Jiminy Cricket. You need God to come in and Jiminy Cricket this whole situation. I do. Where have you been? <laughs> I've I've been right here the whole time doing my damnedest. And you know what? No one's listening because why? Because the going thing, to the beach, the hanging thing, out. The thing that gets people to listen, because there's so much competition. Anybody can have a podcast. Anybody can have a Twitter. Anybody can da, da 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 da. So there's so much competition for eyeballs and ears that the only thing that succeeds in this society is clearly insanity. Why? Because someone says something totally batshit insane, like Marjorie Taylor Greenwood. And then everybody goes, oh my God, can you believe what they said? Let's quote tweet it and let's dunk on it and let's write an article and da 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 da. If somebody comes around saying something totally reasonable, like, hey, you should have more empathy, humans, they go, yawn. Yeah, but, but God, that's 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 an incentive model that was in, invented and per, and perpetuated by the ad industry. And right. so we go to advertisers and we say, listen, do you want do you want a place to advertise? Because let me tell you, advertisers their number one priority is to be on brand safe content. So maybe you could like mm. flip the script and be like, do you want a place to advertise that's safe and cool? Try the God pod. Try the God pod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and <laughs> let's do this the other way. And but but seriously. Why yeah. aren't you advertising on the God pod? Damn it. We're gonna organize. We are at an inflection point right now because if you think about this from the, the the point of view of an advertiser, they are they are slowly losing any place on the web to safely advertise. This is the thing that they want the most, right? And they can't have it because Twitter is what Twitter is. The web is 
full of shit. There's, you know, Facebook has the podcasters all have podcaster brain. The, yeah, I mean, there, except there, for there, me, of course. Except for the God Pod, the one exception. But <laughs> this is this is this is a really unsustainable situation for advertisers. If they want to be able to spend the immense amounts of money that they have in some of these companies, like think Procter and Gamble, hundred over $140 million a year. You know, they make so much money in gambling. It's insane. Sorry. That was a really bad dad joke. (laughs) Procter and Gamble, you know how they made their money, right? Okay. That was a, uh, uh, an ass doctor and a guy with a horrible gambling addiction. Okay. Um, it's ridiculous. You know how to derail me, God. <laughs> you were on such an interesting tangent, and then God <laughs> said something, and it was like, "Oh, okay, well, there it goes. There it goes." <laughs> Sorry, no, we've been on an interesting tangent the whole time. And if you want a safe play, I think the biggest takeaway of anything from this episode is advertisers. If you want a safe place to advertise, that's awesome and cool. Try new God Pod. We are running out of time, which is probably why I'm derailing things a little bit. And I, I am sorry, viewers, but we got so into this fascinating discussion that I don't think we're going to have time for Heaven News, Ask Satan, or What Would Satan Do, Satan? Next time. Next time. I mean, and these were, they're so good. These questions and these situations. The situations are much more like for What Would Satan Do? Let me just give you one. Let me give you one. We got a, a minute. A minute. Okay. What would Satan do? A powerful celestial being known for their benevolence and selflessness challenges you to a contest of moral virtue. Winning the contest would undermine your reputation as the embodiment of evil, but losing would be a significant blow to your ego and status. What would you do, Satan? Oh, this is good i uh, you know i'd freaking oh man oh yeah i got gotcha. you <laughs> you can't I'd win. win it and then punch my friend in the face <laughs> oh wow wow okay well yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well satan's always got an answer you i see would that? prove that i know morals and then break them immediately you see that not any satan's always got a way out so keep an eye on those people you're working on because Evil, you know, it's amazing. What's a, co- what's a contest of moral virtue? What the hell does that even look like? It's like it's like in Seinfeld when they had that contest to not masturbate. So that's what it is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just saying, as an example, a, a contest, contest of, of moral, moral virtue? virtue. I don't know. That's somebody that doesn't understand how morals work. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's like saying that there's you know, something wrong with that. Okay. I have to say that. The devil may work hard, but check my ads works harder. Nice. <laughs> and honestly, I don't work that hard. So you guys are crushing it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't even it's, watch the news. I wouldn't compare you to me. It's really not good. It, most of the things have been happening because I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that was a pretty good answer, Satan. You got me there. And yeah, they, they just they never take a day off. Oh, lose the show. Go to Twitter. God, blah, 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 blah. Got more lies for you, and now it's going to be so unrestrained. <sighs> Enjoy your echo chamber, a-hole. Well, this has been wonderful. It's time Thank for you, blessings and smites. This is the part of the show where we bless the things we loved and we smite the things we hated. I am just going to go ahead and bless you, our wonderful guest, Nandini Jammy, 
Yes. And bless the work that you're doing in life. You're doing the Lord's work. You can, no matter what happens, you can feel pride that you're fighting the, these forces of evil and bigotry that are literally just doing it for money. Money that they don't need. Money that they, like, when you're the billionaire of, like, inheritor of the Swanson fortune, it's a, anyway. And I would like to smite Tucker Carlson again and again. Again, I hope your Twitter show fails. I hope, I hope you're, you're the next Bill O'Reilly, Tucker. Okay. I'm nice. done. I'm done. <laughs> I will, will also bless up. A big bless up for my person, Nandini. <laughs> you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming. And then also a big smite to the news. If you don't watch it, what bad can happen, you know? <laughs> yeah, you just, Satan's got his head and his horns stuck in the If stuck I took in the anything sand. away tonight, it's to not watch the news at all. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like half paying attention the whole time, that's what I got. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I paid attention the whole time, and I still got don't watch the news. So, follow me on my new Twitter show is coming out. In two weeks, it's really freaking cool. We've got a ton of cool guests. Are you going to be Tucker's first guest? Yeah, I'm going to be Tucker's first guest, and he's going to give me a lot of room. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, check it out. And Nandini, do you have any blessings and smites? Ooh, um, I would like to bless uh, coffee. Keeps me going. Hell Happy yeah. Day. Um, and I'm going to smite Newsmax. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. next on the list. Watch out, Newsmax. Check my ads is coming for you. Coming for your pillow guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, this has been special. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, come back anytime. Give us the update on the next news channel that you completely annihilate. Yeah, and we will jump in and, and not watch it. Yeah, Satan is, is kind of doing his part by not watching. So are all the young people. They're too busy watching the ticking and the talking. Thanks for listening, humans. Remember to find the God Pod wherever you get your podcasts. The God Pod. Have it Yahweh. The Lord has spoken.